Hey, York Alliance, this is Asa one more time this week. It is Thursday, February 22nd. Man, February is almost over. That just blows my mind. Uh, we are continuing in the Demonstrating the Gospel series, again, focusing this last week on just a general overview of who is the Holy Spirit and what difference does that make in the way that I engage his mission and how do I transition away from fear and and towards the mission that he is empowering me to do. Uh, so I wanted to uh, start by having a little bit of a reminder of what I had mentioned at the end of the sermon on Sunday, and that uh, those are the action steps uh, to really just take time to speak directly to the Holy Spirit. Uh, I know that depending on who you are or what your uh, faith tradition was growing up, uh, we might be inclined to address one member of the Trinity more often than the others. And uh, perhaps there's some of you who have not really thought about speaking to the Holy Spirit because the Bible is clear that he is a person. There's, there's a personality there. Uh, doesn't necessarily mean flesh and bones human. A person simply means someone that has emotions or can can think through things and make choices and so forth. There's a there's a personhood about him, uh, and so uh, there's a lot that could be said on that as far as what is the uh, how do you talk about the characteristics of the Holy Spirit. Um, but for the sake of argument, he is a person that can be spoken to, and so I would encourage you after this podcast or next time you sit down to to spend time with God is to directly address the Holy Spirit and ask him to expose things like, you know, what do you fear or expose what the mission that he has for you. Uh, and that might mean, that might feel a little scary and that's okay, but that feels a little bit scary. Uh, I think it's a really good and, and healthy, healthy thing. Uh, so, also at the end of the sermon, I kind of briefly mentioned uh, about uh, so opportunities or, or things in the uh, Christian and Missionary Alliance as far as taking next steps into determining where that might be, uh, where your mission might, might reside. Uh, and whether it is local uh, in York City or York Alliance and you want to uh, go through the different uh, paths of, of training that the CMA has available. That's fine, all the way up to and including uh, a larger move of moving out of the country uh, for uh, however short or long a period of time uh, for, for missions work, as they call them international workers, a.k.a. missionaries. Uh, and actually, uh, this these tracks I've been a little more aware of, and they've been clarified to me as I've been taking some coursework uh, for my ordination classes. And uh, so the, the, um, the website that I wanted to bring up is, it's, it's just a, a subsection of the main Christian and Missionary Alliance page. It's uh, cmalliance.org backslash serve. And when you go there, you'll find like, two basic buttons. Like I want to serve in the United States, or I want to serve overseas. And you can just explore either one of those. I'd encourage you to check that out if you feel like the Holy Spirit might be uh, uh, guiding you towards taking next steps in that way. 
uh, if you uh, one thing I actually appreciate about both both sides in the U.S. or overseas is that they encourage you to sit down and create an action plan with either one of your pastors or there's a few other folks uh, in the larger CMA organization that can that can help you with that. But I, I appreciate that. That's not just a jump in without any kind of thought to it. Uh, to but to get some information or hear from people about counting the cost. I mean, Jesus calls us to count the cost uh, of following him. And I think that's, there's some wisdom in that. So I, I appreciate that about how the CMA runs it. Uh, but then if you want to stay in the United States, I mean, then there's uh, looking at different uh, educational opportunities, a uh, Bible school and ministry training opportunities. Some of it's online, like some of the coursework I'm taking. Who knows? Maybe we could be in the same classes together. <laughs> Uh, and then after that, you would pursue uh, accreditation, like the idea of being licensed, a licensed worker. You're not necessarily a, a pastor per se, but you're a licensed worker uh, in the alliance, uh, and that might open up some different opportunities for you. Uh, and then you go into ministry, uh, in as a, in whatever role. There's a variety of um, uh, there's like a tool they have on the website where you can find uh, assignments and see where that might take you, whether it be local or maybe something not so local. Uh, if you want to go the overseas route, you'll find that there are really two tracks you can be on. There are um, some after you go through and have that action plan that you that you talk about with with the appropriate people. Um, there is either vocational training where you learn and get experience in some kind of a, a business type thing or, or it could be teaching English as a second language or, or something like that where you receive the training, get experience in uh, that particular um, vocation. Uh, or you could take the clergy route where it's kind of like the, the United States side of things where you go to like a Bible uh, ministry training um, institution and then you engage in the ministry. You're sent out. You look for assignments. Uh, and so there's a there's a process uh, that can be followed that's uh, obviously has a good amount of detail involved in any every one of the steps. But the overall process uh, is very, uh, at least in my initial opinion, seems like a, a very uh, logical, intuitive uh, a pathway to to take. So I want to encourage you to not rule things like that out. Uh, I know by by and large, many of us will will stay kind of right where we're, where we are and receive the training that we have uh, in the church, and be um, uh, you know be sent out for the shalom of the city and so forth, um, just where we are or in our community groups. Uh, but again, I don't want you to discount or or dismiss uh, the possibility that God might be leading you somewhere else. Uh, if you want to talk to me personally about that, what that feels like, uh, being taken out of our context. And I mean, we only moved from New Jersey to Pennsylvania, so it wasn't like we moved across the world, let alone the country. Uh, but we still had to move, and there was uh, some uh, difficult points. There were some very good points to that. It was There was definitely a, a mix of feelings and thoughts that came from uh, upheaval uh, and, and moving my family to a different location, but ultimately it was really good knowing that we were following where Jesus was going and that even for the hard parts, he would be with us and uh, saying exactly what he said to the uh, disciples in our passage from last Sunday, you know, peace be with you and restoring that gladness to us uh, in, so, in, in so many different ways. So 
I know I kind of threw a whole bunch of things out there, but I wanted to give you some ideas and kind of get the juices flowing for what the Holy Spirit might be calling you into. So take it seriously uh, and pray seriously into that. And if you have, uh, there's no harm in exploring and having conversations about uh, things that you think the Spirit might be leading you in. So I would encourage you to uh, get with someone to bounce these ideas off of, bounce the questions off of as a, as a next step for you after you talk to the Spirit and see what He has to say. So that's it for the podcast week. So uh, we'll be back at you next week. So until then, I pray that you will reflect on and have open arms to receive the, the love that God had for you first and that you would then show that love to everyone around you. Have a great weekend, and I'll see you guys on Sunday.